from the Thai Cats Audio Network. This is Thai Cats Today with Louie Butko. Yes, it is Thai Cats Today for a Tuesday, August the 9th, 2022. Hope you're having a good start to your week. Thanks for checking us out here on the Ticats Audio Network. Louis Butko, as the Hamilton Tirecats, uh, returned to Tim Hortons Field for the first time since Saturday's loss in Toronto. And most of the Ticats returned to the field. As I'll let you know that Dane Evans did not practice today. And we had a chance to uh, talk to Coach after practice. Uh, but it was just... I was just me, and uh, we we ran into some technical issues, and I'm going to be completely honest with you, uh, some technical issues that were uh, out of our control, so we don't have audio from Coach, and I know I say we always have audio from Coach, but unfortunately today we do not. Uh, That's okay, because it was just me there, and I really only had one question, and that's, where was Dane? Uh, Coach said, quote, yeah, Dane needed a day, obviously. It was a real light day today anyway. We just went out there and did some walkthrough, and Matt took the majority of the snaps. So, the injury report will tell us more. Uh, I am not privy to the injury report before anyone else is. Uh, it's Ticats.ca, CFL.ca. Uh, by the time you're listening to this show, we'll probably have a more specific reason as to why Dane Evans didn't practice. But again, that quote from Coach, uh, he just needed a day. He said it was a real light day today anyway. Uh, and Matt Schiltz did take the majority of the snaps at practice today. So, I mean, uh, 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 I don't want to say it's a big story. Coach saying he needed a day, and again, the injury report will tell us more specifically uh, why Dane missed today, so by the time the show comes out, Ticats.ca, CFL.ca probably has that answer for you, and uh, we'll get more as the week goes on. All right, coming up on today's show, we're going to hear from Don Jackson, we'll hear from Micah Johnson, and uh, we don't have Coach O sound, but we do have a coach. I will have some Tuesday afternoon salutations with uh, Coach Sal. John Salavantos will be by to give us his thoughts on Saturday's game and look ahead to Friday night against the Argos once again. First time the Argos coming into uh, Hamilton this season. Go to tightcats.ca slash tickets. All right, let's hear from uh, a guy coming off a a big game, Don Jackson. We named him our uh, top performer and uh, caught up with him after practice today. And uh, here's what he had to say. Um, you learn from everything that happens before um, and try to apply it as you keep going. Um, I've been on bad teams. I've been on good teams. And all I know is the one thing that's consistent is you can never stop fighting. Like, you got to keep shopping. You got to keep coming to work every day with a positive out, uh, positive attitude and outlook. And and, um, and just go to work, man. That's simply what we got to do is continue to, to work there's no end-all, be-all situation right now. Everything's in front of us, and we have to act like it is. We have to act like it is. Next man up is always our model here, and it's important for us to uh, to exercise that as often as we can and understand that. But losing BA is, is huge. It's huge. It's huge for the morale of the team. It's huge for our offense. Um, he's a big playmaker, and every opp- every opportunity there is for him to make a make the call, he answers. So. Um, seeing a guy like that down, it crushes us, you know, inside and out. But like I said a few days ago, we gotta we gotta just heal together. So one, that's by supporting him, because um, he's always supporting everybody else in, in, in dark times. So we gotta support him and uh, play better in his honor. Um, sometimes it doesn't. That's like I, I, I'm a guy who, you know, a lot of guys kind of look to my energy and kind of like the things that I say. But sometimes, you know, for me right now, it's one of the moments where I'm trying to kind of just sit back 
and analyze and um, and not try to like take this big grab, grasp or, or grip on everything that's happening. Just kind of just be water right now, be fluid with how everything is going and lead in, um, in other ways rather than just being the guy that's gonna talk guys up or get guys going emotionally. So um, right now I'm just trying to learn um, from the position that we're in and find a way how to lead the team moving forward. Uh, I love, I love, I did the spinneroni or whatever you want to call it. I used to always do that when I was younger. I'm just trying to find a way to bring some, uh, some excitement, some fun out of our group um, so that uh, everybody don't feel like, you know, they kind of like walking, walking on eggshells. And every opportunity, especially when you get in the box, you got to live it, man. You got to live it. And whatever I can do to, to do that, to have fun in that moment, I'm going to do it. And that's just a start. We're going to get back in the box and we're going to keep coming up with different things. That is Don Jackson as we caught up with him after practice today, talking about a couple things, talking about the dance he did after he scored that touchdown at BMO Saturday, and also talking about Braylon Addison. And uh, again, if you have been around the team, uh, if you've listened to Coach in the scrums, uh, you know that he is not one who who gives information up despite uh, despite how many times we try to press him on it. Uh, he's very by the book, and again, once the injury report is out, uh, we'll be able to follow up more specifically uh, when it comes to guys like Braylon uh, and, and other guys who uh, who suffered some injuries on uh, on Saturday. So we'll keep our eye on that throughout the practice week. And again, hard to read too much into what we saw at practice today. It was a very, very light walkthrough. And, uh, and again, two more practices or one more practice and a walkthrough. Hopefully we'll get more information as the, uh, the week goes on here. All right, let's hear from Micah Johnson. Here he is after practice today. Oh, yeah, it's just, I mean, football is a game of adjustments, obviously. I think they made some, um, some good adjustments. And so it's on us to come back and readjust. I think um, we did a good job in both half, both half honestly. Um, it's kind of one of those games that came down to a couple plays here. Um, we gave up a couple explosions at the wrong time. I think we only had two explosions, but they were timely ones. So for us, it's just about just finding another way to execute at a higher level for all four quarters. Right, it definitely is for us. Um, Anytime you got a loss, it kind of sits, you know, with a bitter taste in your mouth. Um, thankfully for us, it was a short week, so we can come out and, um, you know, not necessarily redeem ourselves, but play better, you know, for us as a team. So for us, it's, it's we're happy that we're able to come out um, Friday. It's been said a lot in this building that the only thing guaranteed is adversity. <laughs> uh, when you're going through it like you are right now, yeah. where your record's at and the injuries are piling up, like is that tested a little more? Uh, it, it has it has been honestly it's been tested the whole season and um for whatever reason we've been hit with a lot of adversity this first half of the season but just guys come in every day with the right mindset and fight and it starts with the you know the coaching staff up top everybody's extremely positive and um we've done a lot of good things and it's hard with the losses it's kind of hard to recognize all the good ball you've played i think we've played a lot of good ball here it's just about just fine-tuning some things and getting you know the right execution down at the right time so we can kind of finish these games so that being said you've played on a lot of good teams what have you seen that are similar from your great cops winning teams to what you see with this group that makes you believe that yes you can still make the great cup and win it i think um we have extremely high talent level in the room um i think we'll it's going to show even more with the injuries we have. I think we're we're a deep team at a lot of positions, and for for me, I think it's camaraderie as well. I think it's kind of one of those things that doesn't get talked about as much. But you know, on you know any championship team I've been on, we've been a real close group, 
And I think we got a close group here and we're getting closer. And I think the adversity is kind of pushing us and forcing, not forcing us, but, you know, we have no choice but to be close at times like this. So I think it'll really pay off down the, down the line of the season. We kind of just got to stay the course. Man, it felt good, man. We all felt good to see Big Teddy up there, man. He does, he does such a great job, man. He's a good leader and he puts the work in, man. And Teddy a good dude. So, you know, you're always happy for those guys. And he's real supportive. He supports everybody in the group. I think we have a real supportive group. You know, everybody wants each other to win. Everybody wants each other to eat. And I think we got the best um, interior in the CFL. So we were just happy he was able to, you know, get that stamp on there. Because he's been playing good ball all year. Teddy a real dude, man. He's been supportive and cool the whole time. Um, it has been no hate. We build each other up. We try to build each other up. And like I tell him every day, I mean, Teddy's still a beast. He's still a monster. Like, can't nobody still block him. So, I mean, he the man. That is Micah Johnson as we caught up with him after practice today. Talking about uh, Teddy. He's the man. Uh, no no argument there. Uh, you've been around Teddy. You know him. Cool, calm, and collective. And uh, nice to see him pick up his first sack of the season Saturday in Toronto, hoping for a few more. Uh, when the Argos come back to town on Friday, and just a reminder, tickets available, tycats.ca. Uh, if you want to see the uh, the Argos for the first time, uh, coming to Tim Hortons Field. And don't worry, these two teams play each other uh, three times in the next four weeks. So lots of opportunity to familiarize yourself with the Toronto Argonauts. And again, uh, the Ticats sitting at two and six. They're in a playoff spot. These are th- three huge games uh, in the next four weeks, trying to make up ground uh, for first in the East against the Argos. All right, for more on Saturday's game and to look ahead to Friday, very pleased now to be joined by Coach Sal, John Salavantis, for some uh, Tuesday salutations. And uh, Coach, uh, I mean, we have seen that script play out a, a few times uh, this season for the Tiger Cats, haven't we? Yeah, you're referring to the uh, late uh, scores by Toronto and the errors made by uh, Hamilton. But I really thought that Matt Dunnigan said it best. You know, he said in the first half, uh, Hamilton hit Toronto in the mouth. But in the second half, Toronto fought back. And Hamilton didn't have uh, the same amount of intensity uh, in that uh, third and fourth quarter. That's been their issue. Closing games, they've said it, they've acknowledged it. How do they get over this hump? They've played big games before. They've been in the East Final. They've gone to the Grey Cup. What explains the the lack of closing, finishing punches uh, that the Ticats seem not to have this year? Well, I, I think the most of it has to fall on the quarterback, obviously, because your quarterback has to be that guy that can lead you and carry uh, the team on his shoulders when he needs to. If you look back at the second half of that ball game, they opened up uh, the series on offense with two penalties uh, in a row. They they had an offside or a, a procedure call on a tackle, and then they had a fullback lined up two and three yards off the line of scrimmage. Uh, you know, uh, and yet they came back and they went right down the field after that. So they have the ability. But it seems to me that it has to be more of a mindset. You know, in the first half, Don Jackson was was dominant. And, and they were using him uh, very, very well. He was excellent in the runs. He was good in the pass receptions. Uh, you know, it seemed like they got away from that. Their old line was playing well. They were protecting the quarterback. And yet, uh, at the same time, uh, 
we have to admit that the quarterback wasn't on. He wasn't hitting uh, the targets the way he should. Well, the story of the day, of course, is that the quarterback who played in that game is not practicing right now. Uh, Dane Evans out there dressed in street clothes. Matthew Schultz, they went out and got Matthew Schultz this offseason. And for for moments like this, when you need him, uh, what have you seen from him this season? And how confident are you in uh, in his abilities if he needs to take over the offense on Friday? Well, in the short times that he's been on the field, he's been very effective. He does a nice job of throwing the football. He can run with it. We saw that even in the Toronto game where they flared him out of the backfield with a two quarterback set and threw it to him and he was able to advance the ball. So, you know, it falls on his shoulders. Then if, if in fact, Dane Evans is not ready for this ball game, that Schultz has to take over. He's in the system. He understands the system. So it's now a matter of execution on his part. Uh, looking at the injuries that the Ticats suffered, and again, we'll get a full injury report, but Braylon Addison goes down, Bailey Feltmate goes down, and Feltmate I want to specific, like, kind of hone in on because special teams are so important in this game, and when you lose Nick Cross, and then you lose uh, Curtis Newton, and then you lose Bailey Feltmate, can you just talk about the impact that that losing those Canadian, the two Canadians, the, the Newton, well, all three Canadians on special teams and what that means for that group. Well, it, it's difficult to plug somebody else in because you, you're talking about Nick Cross. You're talking about a very experienced guy being able to go downfield and, and make tackles. And the cover teams have been a little suspect uh, as of late. But uh, the real disaster in uh, in this ball game against Toronto on special teams are very correctable mistakes. You, they had the one error on the goal line where they should have given up the single point. In, in fact, uh, the ball was picked up with one foot in the end zone. Uh, you know, that single point would, would have made a, a huge difference, I think, in the ball game. Second to that, the block punt was miscommunicated. Uh, you count from inside out. And what happened was the back that makes the count for the line uh, either didn't communicate properly or the line didn't hear it uh, the way they should. You had two guys blocking one. Those are very correctable errors. Those, those are not disasters uh, that will happen in any uh, given game from now on. I think all of them will be corrected. But you've got to have guys who are willing to go downfield and make tackles. And I think that's one of the reasons why they were so anxious to sign uh, Jones, because Jones can play special teams where Unger has not played any on the specials. When you look at where the Ticats are right now at two and six, obviously not where they want to be, but they are in a playoff position and there are still 10 games left to go. How do you reset and look at the next 10 games uh, knowing still you got three of the next four against the Argos? Well, number one, you've got to you've got to win those ball games at home. They've got the Argos twice more in Tim Hortons Field uh, this upcoming ball game, and then Labor Day. So they've got to win those two games. I feel like those are very important games to to show that they can stay in pace with Toronto. Uh, at the same time, when we reach Labor Day, how many times over the seasons and years have we talked about the season begins on Labor Day? So we're, we're not out of it by any means, and there should be no panic uh, with the fans and or with the ball club. They just have to correct these mistakes 
and get on a roll for the second half of the season. Now, if you were at practice this week, what would you be looking for? Where on the football field would you be uh, focusing your attention uh, in preparation for Friday's game? Well, in my opinion, with the short time between the two games, they should really shorten what happens on the field. Everything on the field should be should be crisp, but it should be short uh, in time. You know, you don't want to wear them down. You don't play the game on Tuesday afternoon. You play this game on Friday evening. So you've got to prepare yourself for that Friday evening. And I think uh, you, you want to let up a little bit on the physical part of the game and really bear down on the mental part. These are the mistakes that you've got to correct. Small mistakes must be corrected. Otherwise, they become big mistakes. Coach Sal, appreciate the insights as always. Thank you for doing this. Uh, you're more than welcome, Louie. Talk to you again. My thanks to uh, Coach Sal for joining me today. And I did miss a little bit off the top of our news and notes. I know I told you about Dane Evans missing practice, uh, but I did forget to tell you that the Ticats did make a signing today. Uh, they've signed national linebacker Miles Manalo. Uh, of course, Manalo spent last season with the Ticats. Uh, he's played three games before getting hurt. And originally selected in the sixth round, 54th overall in 2021, he did spend time uh, at training camp with the Ticats, but was a cut before the start of the season. And I will take credit, not take credit, but I will say uh, I texted someone once I saw Bailey Feltmate go down, and I, I thought uh, someone should check in to see what Miles Manalo is doing. Uh, and it turns out he's uh, he's ready to rejoin the Ticats, so he's back out there today. And I wouldn't be surprised if this is the only signing we see this week as uh, the Ticats uh, work their way through the injury report and uh, work their way through the next couple of days ahead of Friday. We'll get you set for that game all week here on Ticats today. Uh, we are back tomorrow, same time, same place. Thanks for checking us out on the Ticats Audio Network. I'm Louis Butko. Hoping you have a great day. Ticats today can be heard every weekday, and we would like to hear from you. Email us at gameday at ticats.ca. Have a question or an opinion? We want to hear it. That's gameday at ticats.ca. Subscribe to the Ticats Audio Network on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts.